0: Hey, girls. In today's episode, we're going to take a look at what this Faith Lived Out podcast is all about and take a peek at what God has called me to share with you as a wife and mom who has a heart for the Lord. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Faith Lived Out podcast. Are you wanting to do life God's way but are unsure how or what that even looks like? Do you sometimes fear that you're doing this whole wife and mom thing all wrong and want to know how to do it right? Or do you want to stop worrying all the time and learn how to truly put your faith and trust in the Lord? Hey girl, I'm Nancy Adamson, wife, mom, and Grammy to seven sweet babies, Bible study teacher, speaker, and women's ministry leader. I see you and I get you because I've been there, and I'm here to share with you what God has taught me on how to find biblical answers to life's challenging questions in His Word, to know what His promises are for you, how to apply them to your life, and to put the cares and concerns that are on your heart safely in the Father's hands. So if you're ready to learn how to live out your faith every day, And follow the amazing plan that God has for you. Grab your coffee, pull up a chair next to mine, and let's get started.
1: Over the years, through various trials and circumstances, God has taught me how He guides us and directs us with His Word, how to seek His will and plan for my life and for my family what it means to be a godly wife, and what a marriage is truly supposed to be, how to raise my kids in the Lord, and the way to lovingly discipline them for their good. Most importantly, He has taught me how to live out my faith every day, to not worry about tomorrow or what the outcome of my circumstances might be, because I can trust Him for that outcome. And I can trust Him because I know that He loves me, and He has a perfect plan. His very best is planned for my future. My relationship with the Lord certainly did not start out this way. I was not raised in a Christian home, and so there was no example to follow of what a Christian family or a Christian wife and mom even looked like. In high school, I began to attend church with a friend of mine, and it is there that I met the Lord and became a believer. I knew that His word had the answers, and how to live my life, and how to have the kind of life that I wanted to have in the future. Being a teenage girl and dating, you begin to imagine as to what your family life might be like, what your husband would be like. And I knew that I wanted mine to be different than the one that I had grown up in. I wanted it to be peaceful, and not to be feeling like I was on the edge all the time. I wanted it to be one where... The siblings got along with one another and weren't so concerned about making sure that they got their own way, me included. And my family life was such that, unfortunately, it was no surprise when my parents decided to divorce my junior year of high school. With that kind of a background, I knew that I wanted something different, and I knew that God's word had the answer. When I thought about a husband for my future, I knew that I wanted somebody who would truly love me and know how to show that love. Somebody who would be compassionate and considerate of other people's feelings. Someone who isn't prideful and puts his family before himself. Looking back, I realized the first time that I put into practice what God wants me to share with you about living out your faith was when I was dating and searching for the man that I would someday marry. In high school, I worked at McDonald's. And there was a guy there that I dated, his name was Greg, and truly thought the world of me. I mean, he put me on a pedestal, would give me anything or do anything for me, um, truly thought that I was just the light of his world. Um, He asked me to marry him, and I said yes. However, when I asked him to go to church with me, his answer was no. And even after talking to him a couple of times about it, he was quite emphatic that he would not attend church under any circumstances. Well, having learned in the Bible of that we are not to be unequally yoked, I knew this was not the person that God had for me. I knew in starting a relationship, a family with him was not going to be the path that God wanted me to be on. So I ended the relationship. I then dated a young man named David, who did go to church, not my church, but he did attend a church at least, so at least I had one foot in the right direction um But in dating him, we went to different churches, and there was a young man that came to our youth group that started to take an interest in me, and we would chat some, and he asked me you know about where I lived, and I told him the vicinity of where I lived. Well, the next thing I know, he's at my door and asking me to attend the state fair to go see a demolition derby. And I went, and as it turned out, um, whether it was God's doing or just my friends and his friends, but my friends would invite me out to lunch after church, and they would invite him out to lunch also after church so that we would be together. And as this relationship began to grow into something a little bit more than a friendship, I went, all right, Lord, what do I do? And I remember standing in the shower one day and praying to God and saying, Lord, which one, which one do you have for me? Which path do you want me to take in these two relationships, one that has been going on and one that seems to be starting? And just my heart and my mind was filled with this young man from church, from my own church. His name is Andy. And uh, my heart was just filled with um with him and thoughts of him and I just really felt that this was the one that God wanted me to pursue and so I broke it off with David and I began to date Andy and a year and a half later we were married and we now have three beautiful children and seven grandchildren and we'll be celebrating our 40th anniversary coming this April um This all started with knowing what God's word says about what our spouse should be like and who it is that we should choose to marry and following that, having the faith to put my trust in him and saying, Lord, who do you have for me? What are your parameters for a husband? And ladies, I cannot even begin to tell you how wonderful, I mean, not that we haven't had our Difficulties and our struggles over the last 40 years. My goodness, we certainly have, but I am blessed and thankful every single day for the man that God has given me to marry, for the family that I have, that my children love one another. They spend time with one another. They are concerned and care for one another. um, They can have a care and concern for my husband and I. And we all just. Love spending time together and there's no (laughs) sibling rivalries or fighting or anything like that going on. And just the, the, um, just the way that my husband treats me and the godly man that he has, he is and the godly marriage that we have, um, is honestly uh, just a blessing to me every, every single day. And as I said, this all started with believing God's promises and believing his word. In Hebrews 11, one, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is believing in something that you can't see. You can only believe by faith that you trust in it. And, you know, some have given this analogy of the wind, that faith in God is like um, believing in the wind because we can't see the wind, but we can see the effect that it has um, on the trees on the things that are outside, we can feel the wind um, on our face, but we can't see it. And the same thing is with a relationship with God, in that we can't see Him, but we can feel that effect that He has on our lives. We can see the effect that He has on other people's lives. We can see Him working and planning and how He orchestrates things um, for our good. So we cannot see him, but we definitely need to believe him by faith. And Hebrews 11.6 says, But without, without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So let's break this down for a minute. Who or what do you currently have your faith in? A good way to determine this is when you go to make a decision in your life, Who or what do you turn to? What is most important to you? What drives that decision one way or another? We can put our faith in a variety of things, and what we have our faith in is going to shape our decision-making and therefore shape our lives. We can put our faith in our finances, and when we go to make decisions, then what kind of financial benefit that we are going to have is what's going to skew that decision one way or another, to either make sure that we make enough money or that we keep enough money. We can also put our faith in our own intelligence, knowing this is what I know, this is what I can see before me, and so this is what's going to drive my decision because of my own intellect, because I know what I know and what I see. Or maybe you put your faith in somebody that's close to you, that you go to for advice, somebody that you look up to. It may be a counselor or somebody you listen to on a podcast. As believers, we would quickly say that our faith is in God. But do our lives reflect that? Is His Word and following His commands the priority when we are making decisions? Do we go to Him in prayer? And do we seek for His guidance? That brings us to the next point in Scripture, and that is to diligently seek Him. To do this, we must be in the Word learning His precepts and the promises that He has for us, learning what God says in answer to the challenges and the struggles that we face in our life. During my walk with the Lord, He has taught me to seek His wisdom for difficult times and in everyday challenges and struggles. This is what He has called me to share with you. How to put away your fear and uncertainty by seeking His wisdom when you need it. Guidance to make the right decisions, how to handle certain situations in a godly way, what it takes to have a long, loving, successful marriage, and what it is that we are to teach our children. One of my favorite verses is Jeremiah thirty-three three, and it says, Call to me and I will answer you, and I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. What a comfort and just Something that releases all fear when we know that we can go to God and that he's going to answer us. And he's going to show us those things that we don't know. And whatever things that we don't still know, whatever things that we don't see what the future holds, we know that we can trust him. Fear comes from not knowing the future. It comes from not knowing what the outcome is going to be. But our Heavenly Father does. He does know what the outcome is going to be, and not only does he know it, he has planned it for your future. So in this podcast, you will learn what God teaches us about being faithful believers and how to live out that faith every single day, what a godly wife and mom looks like, how to find the answers and direction and guidance that you are looking for in his word, as well as tips on reading and studying the Bible that will fit into that busy schedule that I know you have. And also, be encouraged by stories from faithful women who have gone before you that we all learn from. So lastly, in Hebrews 11.6, it does tell us that we are to believe that God is faithful and rewards those who diligently seek Him. Even His command to know and to meditate on His word comes with a promise. It's in Joshua 1.8, and it says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Did you know that scripture is filled with the promises of God? I was surprised to find out that there is estimated to be over 7,000 promises from God in his word. That is truly amazing. One of them is Jeremiah 29.11, For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and not for evil, to give you a hope and a future. Listen to that, ladies, a hope and a future in God. And then another one is Romans 8.28, We know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. This promise is in there because we know god knows sometimes it doesn't look like it it doesn't look like what's best for you is what is around the corner but trust him because he gives us this promise that it will all work out for good and according to his purpose god has a plan for your life for your husband's life and for your children as well and it is exceeding more than we could ever hope for or ask for. And I tell you, that's what my family life is. It is exceedingly abundantly more than I had hoped for or asked for. Knowing the word of God, having faith to believe in him and his faithfulness, then to live every day according to the direction and the promises that he has given us. Basically taking everything that is written in our Bibles and applying it to our lives, this is faith lived out. Doing this gives us peace. It gives us comfort and confidence as we follow life God's way. And we follow His plan for our lives. He is there working everything for our good and His purpose. Girls, I have lived this. I have seen it in action and God has never let me down. I have never been sorry when I have followed God and His word. Now, going back to what I told you about following God and who I should marry, there is something that I don't want you to take away from that. And that is that if you didn't seek God in choosing your husband, please don't think that you can't have a loving, successful marriage or that you should leave him and start over. Do not let the enemy fill your mind with these kinds of thoughts. You made a commitment to your husband and God wants you to keep it. Even if you married someone who is not a believer, know that God is powerful and can change any heart for His glory and can work in any situation. His word has instruction and guidance for wives in all types of marriages, and we will learn about these in future episodes. So stick around. God has led you here for a reason. Now, something that you should know about me is that I am all about application. I mean, honestly, girls, why learn what it says in God's word if we are not going to use it to change our lives? So in each episode, we will go over how to apply God's word in our lives. So in applying today's verses, I want you to take some time and think about where your faith truly lies. Is it centered on God or is it maybe centered on your finances? your own wisdom, or maybe the wisdom of someone else. Are you struggling to believe that God is really for you? That He truly is faithful? Go to Him in prayer. Do you know that you can ask God to help you with your unbelief? He will do that. Go to Him in prayer and say, Lord, I want to have the faith in you to live out my faith every day and just pray that to Him. As a matter of fact, let's pray together now. Dear Heavenly Father, oh, I thank you so much, Lord, for your word. I thank you for your direction, your guidance. I thank you for your love, Lord, and that you want to be a part of our lives. You have a perfect plan for us. All you do is ask us to seek you, to diligently seek you, and then you will reward our faithfulness. Lord, I lift up each and every one of these ladies who are listening to this podcast I pray that you would just fill their heart with you, Lord. I pray that you would guide them and direct them in whatever situation they are in right now. And Lord, I pray that they would diligently seek you. Seek you by reading your word. Seek you in prayer, Lord, every single day. And I ask this in your precious name. Amen.
0: Thank you so much for listening today. I pray that God has used this episode to bless and inspire you to live out your faith in Him. If it has, please do me a huge favor by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know if you like the show and you will be helping others to find this podcast and be lifted up by the Word of God. Is there someone who came to mind while you were listening today and you said, "Ooh, She needs to hear this. We'll then send her the link so she can be encouraged too. Are you in the Dallas area and looking for a fresh new speaker to add excitement to your next luncheon, women's retreat, or other women's event? Then drop me a note at nancy at faithlivedout.com and let's chat about it. That's nancy, N-A-N-C-I, at faithlivedout.com. I would love to come and meet with you and the ladies in your group. You're also welcome to visit the website at faithlivedout.com for more information, blog posts, journaling ideas, and free printables, or become a part of our little community of believers by joining the Faith Lived Out community group on Facebook, where you can join together with other faith-led wives and moms just like you. Links to these areas and the scripture references used in today's episode are in the show notes. Ladies, thank you again for listening today. And know that I am praying for God to be with you as you learn to trust in Him more and to live out your faith every day. God bless you and see you on the next episode.